0: Bring it to remembrance. I love the way he does that. And then in verse 27, the Lord spoke to his disciples some of the most precious words any ear could hear. Peace I leave with you. Now, what peace means a state of tranquility, exemption from the rage and havoc of war. Let me say just a few things about this peace. Number one, it was a precious peace. Man, what a word. The English word for peace means it conjures up a passive picture, one showing an absence of civil disturbance or hostilities or personality free from internal and external strife. Let me define that. You're not flipping out going crazy. Everybody got that? You're just not. Un- you're just not. You're just not struggling. But the biblical concept of peace is much greater than the world's concept of peace. It has a much larger meaning. It means to be complete or to be sound. The verb conveys, but a dynamic, a dynamic meaning to be complete or whole. Or it means this, to live well. It means to live well. Wholeness of life and body. Right relationships are in harmony between two parties or people. Often established by a covenant or peace offering. Prosperity, success, fulfillment. It means to act as a blessing on the one to whom it's bestowed. Uh, been given to. So this word of peace, it's much bigger than, broader than the fuzzy feeling you might get. It's much greater than that. It's much bigger than just a calm. It's a calm that when you see the newscast and people going in and ravaging the city and tearing down buildings and, and hurting and looting and setting things on fire. Down deep in your heart you can say, well praise God I know Jesus. I'm glad that I don't have to live in a place like that. You don't get unnerved. You, you see that and you don't go drag out the 25 guns and stack them around you. It's a. <laughs> I just move on. I just got to move on. <laughs> it's a peace, that doesn't make us get all nervous and and, and knee jerking about every little thing. So it's a precious peace. Notice it was a permanent peace. Peace I leave with you. It wasn't a one time dose but it's a lifetime supply. I might be at peace today, but tomorrow you may go in and your world may be turned upside down. You know, we're all just a phone call away from catastrophe or, or craziness, and the truth of the matter is, I need a peace that works not only today, but next week, next month, next year, until Jesus comes. I don't get unnerved about the circumstances Around me, that's the kind of peace he's giving you. It's permanent, not a one time. It's a lifetime supply. It was personal, my peace. Now the Lord speaking here, my peace I will give unto you. Philippians four seven says, "And the peace of God, and the peace of God, which passes." All understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You want your mind and your heart stable? Get a hold of the peace of God. Get all the peace of God. Reason we get unnerved is that we don't have the peace of God, we're trying to manufacture our peace. If we got enough food, we got enough money, we got this is going right, that's going right, then we're at peace. But when all those things are absent, everything's crazy around us, we're crazy along with it. We're up and we're down. Have you ever met people and wonder which one's going to show up today? Have you ever thought about that? Which one? Is the kind, sweet one going to show up today or the, the one's meaner, the junkyard dog going to show up today? And you wonder, I refuse to live life that way. The Bible says, God says, gives us his peace and it's personal. My peace I give unto you. He's given it to me and I have it. It's a peace that will keep my mind and heart through Jesus Christ not only that it was a preferred peace not as the world giveth now let me just be be frank with you the world is seeking peace through drugs alcohol sin workaholics you name it entertainment entertainment they're seeking a peace. And I won't lie to you. There's no point in lying to you. There's peace for a little while. But it's short lived. Because sooner or later it's going to wear off. And then you're broke and you're sick. I never quite understood this thing. Now, you're looking at a preacher, and I'm, it's not a brag. It, it, it's just the way it was. I've never been drunk a damn life. I don't know what it means to be drunk. I just never have. Now, that's just God's good grace, not me. I, I run with some people I should have, but it just never did. I never could understand why people say man I went and got drunk this weekend and it gets sick and stick your head where your head's not supposed to go right, I mean some of you may not know that but that's not made for your head (laughs) and you're sick as a dog and you wake up and say man I had a great time (laughs) and you're broke somebody stole your money beat you up and you wonder, and then go and do it again. <laughs> oh, I want you to know. The Bible says, not as the world giveth. You, we need to understand something. This world does not have a peace that you and I need to have. Yes. They don't possess it. First Thessalonians 5, 1, But the times of season, brethren, you have no need that i write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly. perfectly that the dead Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. And when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as a travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape." They said this they, they when they start crying, peace and safety, peace and safety. It's like a woman having a baby when when she's least expecting it and and, and usually by that time to want to it to happen, but when he comes, they say it's time. it's like travail and, and it's it's not real, it's fake. Notice not only that, it was preventive. I like this. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You show me a fearful person, and I'll show you somebody that their heart's not where it needs to be. Jesus had just informed his disciples of several very distressing things. He was just, just, just told them, he said, I'm going to have to leave you, fellas, and you can't go with me. He just informed them, one of you is going to crucify me and destroy me me, or crucify me. He also told them, in just a short time, I'm going to be arrested, a fake trial, and a crucifixion, the most violent, the most wicked death. It's been noted crucifixion, most horrible death a person could experience. And then he said, I'm going to die. He said, Then, disciples, you're getting ready to go through the ringer. And upcoming events is going to create doubt in your mind. Then Jesus said, Let me give you something. It's like a cool breeze in a desert day the thing he chose to make sure they knew was that they had what that he had left them this great thing called peace so what did he give us peace about let me give you three things maybe four things I don't know maybe five things maybe there's several things Peace about, number one, a prepared place. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. I would like to dogmatically say, no rooms. Amen. That's a lot. Many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. If I, if it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into my sight. That where I am, there you may be also. Whether I go, you know. And the way, you know. One of the big concerns of people today is a housing dilemma. They worry about losing their houses. They're worried about getting evicted. They're worried about not being able to make house payments. Maybe you're here tonight and and you're just worried to death. How am I going to make the payments? How am I going to make the bills? and God has already taken care of your long-term housing for you. He said, and I've been working on it for quite some time. Someone has said so very well. He created this world in six days. He's been working on the place for us for 2,000 years. You look at the world just wonder what he could create in two thousand years, Amen. He's gone to prepare a place for you. That word "prepare" means to make ready. It was used to describe the custom of sending people before a king on the journey, and he said it, it was it had the ideal had the ideal of a husband going ahead and preparing a home for the bride and the church is the bride of Christ and I want you to know he's got a, his peace about a prepared place but notice his peace about peculiar journey now Thomas saith unto the Lord now Thomas was a doubter Thomas was a warrior I'm not going to ask you if you're a warrior I know all about it I don't have to ask you if I ask you, I'd have to raise my own hand first. Thomas was a doubter and a warrior. Thomas said, Lord, we don't know not where thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Thomas was concerned about missing the way. Here tonight, if you're not saved and you're concerned about missing the way, I'm going to tell you the way is Jesus Christ. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus whispered sweet peace to him by showing him the only way. Propriet place. Notice a piece about prepared place, a peculiar path. But notice a promised potential. Don't you listen to what he said. It's just what he's given you if you're saved tonight. Man, this ought to thrill your heart to know In Verily, verily, I say to you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. He said, I've done some great things, but you can do greater things because I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost of God. Now, what could we do that Jesus couldn't couldn't could not do? Well, let me just say, just a couple. Jesus could not share a personal testimony about salvation. Jesus could not stand to testify that he was lost and undone and what God found him. Jesus could not testify how he was found in the muck and the mire and delivered from sin. Jesus could not say he was blind, but now he sees. Jesus could not tell anyone that he was a stranger and an alien to God. I want you to know, Jesus could not deny who he was. Jesus said to him, Thomas, have I been so long with you? And yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father in the house. Then show us the Father. Peace to my prepared place, a peculiar path, a promise potential. But I want you to get, if you don't get anything else, a promise, a powerful petition. Jesus whispered something to his disciples that day. There was no doubt an amazing source of comfort. Listen to what he said and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son ye shall ask anything in my name and I will do it. Matthew 7, 7 ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and if I knock, and it will be opened unto you. Listen. Please to James. James, a servant of God and Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, can't all joy when you fall in diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying in your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that he give to all men liberally and not not, and it shall be given him. God said, while we're on this journey? If you ask me, I'll answer you." Now, that's not the problem. We don't like his answer. that's a problem how many of you had asked God something he answered and you know he did but you just didn't like the answer sometimes we don't like the answer but if you live just a, lot, a little bit longer and if you'll do just what he if, he, asks, if he if you ask him and he answers if you'll just be a little patient you'll say my what a good answer that was. Peace about a prepared place, a peculiar path, a promised potential, a powerful petition, but perpetual presence. And I will pray the Father should give you another comforter that may abide with you forever. We have living within us the Holy Spirit of God. And we need to live like that Spirit of God lives in us. Then last of all, peace about a precious promise. The greatest news I could share with the church tonight is simply this. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Whether I go, you know, in the way you know. I want you to know Jesus is coming again. 2 Peter 3.13 says, Knowing this first, there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust, and say, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God, the heavens were of old, the earth standing out of the water and in the, and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and earth, which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved in the fire against the dead judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day with the Lord is with a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness. But as suffering to us were not willing that any should perish, but that all should come unto repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the also, and the works therein shall be burned up. Seeing then all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye be in, the, in the all holy conversation and godliness? We need tonight this one verse. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such that be diligent that you may be in him in peace without spot and blemish. Tonight, our world is just rocking and chaotic. You, you can't turn on the newscast. Uh, people are... Are, are, are coming unhinged uh, <laughs> everywhere. They're just coming unnerved and unhinged. And, uh, but I'm so glad tonight. Let me say this. First, two things. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He's given you something. But how many knows this? You can house something and never know that you have it. I, I like watching this antique road show. I don't even know if it still comes on or not. But this woman, this young ladies brought an old picture. He's ugly, too. Man, It's ugly. And... Uh, they said their mother had bought this thing for a dollar at a yard sale, and she liked it. And she lived in a mobile home. Now don't get unnerved. Nothing wrong with the mobile home. And uh, lived in a mobile home, and it hung on the wall there. And her kids would say, "Mom, that's the ugliest thing. Won't you take it?" She said, "I like that picture, and and I, I'm going to keep it. I want it, it stays there." So she passed away, and they. They took it down off the wall and they brought it to the, to the road show and, and talked to a man to find out what it was all about. And the man started smiling. He said, Well, how much did you give for this picture? They said, Well, she'd give a dollar for it at a yard sale. So they go into a long story about the, the uh, artist and all that stuff. And, and then he looked and he said, Well, maybe you want to sit down for this. He said this picture is worth valued somewhere around $100,000. The artist had gotten killed right after he painted this. And that way, the, the, the plot, he, said, he said it's one of, the, one of the rares. And he said it's still in pretty good shape. It's, it's been faded. Yeah, it's in the hallway. And anyway, and that's, that's the way I look at some of us. Some of you have been saved for 15, 20, 30, 40 years. And you're a nervous wreck. You need get every little thing coming and going. You've been given peace. You've been given a great gift. But you're not exercising that gift. You're not living. And that gift. It's yours. He's given it to you. And maybe some of you need to water your place out in this altar This tonight and say, Lord, I'm tired of being scared. I'm tired of being scared. And just realize, I'm not going to live like that. Because God, my peace, I give to you. Opinion, I'm going to leave it with you. I'm not going to take it back. I'm going to leave it with you. You know why he left it? So we can use it tomorrow and Tuesday. When them crazy people you work with acting like a bunch of idiots, he's giving you a piece of work then that day. And if you're the one acting like an idiot, he wants you to have it so you'll quit acting like an idiot. See, the reality of this thing is that's what God has given to us. But it's like that picture hanging up in the wall They give a dollar. Man, it's a pretty picture. I really like it. But oh, if she just knew the value of it. She probably wouldn't have lived in a mobile home. Now, she's not going in a mobile home. But she probably wouldn't have lived in a mobile home. But she didn't know it, and some of you, many of you, I love you. You're my, you're my church. I'm praying for you, but I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. You, you need this peace because you really don't have it. Tell you a story. I thought about this today, and I'm, not, I love, I love I, I Jaden.
1: He, he's our,
0: he's our baby grandchild, and oh. Right, right to the core. We went to McDonald's one night, and, and, and a man came up to the window begging for money, you know. You know how they do that, those, those kind of things. Terrified. It's, it's back two or three years, maybe two years ago. He's just a little fella. Terrified him. He talked about that. For days on end. As a matter of fact, he he didn't want him to go to that McDonald's no more. He would talk about it. He talked about a great deal. And I and I shared that to say, our speech betrays us. We're talking about a lot of things. But some more along the line, we need to say, you know, the world's going crazy. Well, I got a good God. The world's going crazy, but boy, the Lord's, I got the Lord. And and by the way, you're not going to scare me with heaven. Amen? And so the reality is, he's given the gift. Now, if you need that gift, maybe you need to come and ask God for that gift. Now, of course, if you're not saved, you ought to be fearful. You ought to be terrified. Because the gift's not given to you. But you can trust Christ tonight. Jesus said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He loves you so much, he'll save you. And then you can get the gift of peace. But if you're not saved, you can't have that. I'm sorry. I would, I would love to give it to you. But it's not mine. It's his. It's all stand to your feet. Every head bowed, every eye closed.